Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. These programs are based on the ministry of Witness Lee and his 21-year-long crowning work, The Life Study of the Bible. We'll include excerpts from his spoken ministry, which focuses on the enjoyment of Christ as the divine life as revealed in the Bible. We hope that through these studies you'll be brought into a deeper enjoyment of the Scriptures and of our dear and precious Lord Jesus. You can contact us by sending email to radio at lsm.org or reach us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. Now, let's join today's program. Romans 10.12 says, The same Lord is Lord of all and rich to all who call upon Him. Whenever we call on the dear, sweet name of our Lord Jesus Christ, He is the life-giving Spirit applies all of his unsearchable riches to us, thus transforming us from sinners in the flesh to sons of God in the Spirit for the body of Christ. In God's plan of salvation, we begin as sinners, and upon our believing into him, we experience his forgiveness. But God's goal is not just to have forgiven sinners. His goal is to have sons. For sinners to become sons, we need the riches of God's salvation applied to us. And that's the focus on our life study of the Bible today with Witness Lee, a program furnished by Living Stream Ministry. Again, today we reach back to a message given by Witness Lee in 1969. And we hope that you'll bear with us because we do have an older recording of Witness Lee to work with today. But this message and those of the next several programs are going to be extremely helpful. We're extremely happy once again to have Dick Taylor with us to fellowship concerning the life study of Romans. Dick, we're very happy to welcome you back. It's a delight to be back and involved in the life study of Romans. Dick, we've used this phrase before and talked about it several times, and this I'm talking about the phrase, sinners to sons. But today's word really begins to put handles on this phrase, doesn't it? It sure does. Uh, with this book of Romans, we have to say, what a gospel. This is not a gospel uh, merely about uh, sinners being forgiven and eventually going to heaven. But this is a gospel about sinners in the flesh being transformed into sons of God in the Spirit. I like Romans 1.9, Chris. It says, uh, God is my witness whom I serve in my spirit in the gospel of his Son. This whole gospel just emphasizes sonship. So we have to say, this gospel is nothing but terrific good news. And the the best news is the fact that his making sinners into sons is not just by mere knowledge, but it's by application. The process of God's salvation to make sinners in the flesh into sons of God and the Spirit could be mere terminology and knowledge to us. But the most marvelous thing is that Christ, according to 1 Corinthians 15:45b, has become the life-giving Spirit. In order to apply Himself with all that He's accomplished, all He is, to us, to make us sinners into sons of God. And what I was touched with, Chris, is 
that without Christ becoming the life-giving Spirit, then forever He is He and we are we. But because He became the life-giving Spirit and can apply all that He is to us, then we can become He in the sense of being saturated with His life, saturated with His nature to become mature sons of God for His expression in this universe. Isn't this wonderful? I have to say, this is wonderful. Dick, thank you for that introduction. Let's go to Witness Lee with our life study, Sinners to Sons, again today. We now know what is a citizen. A citizen is there to make us sons of God. We are sinners. Yet sinners in the flesh, sinners of the flesh, could be made sons of God. This is a real great tidy. This is a real good news. This is the real gospel. Not just sinners forgiven going to heaven. But sinners will be made sons of God. And this is the gospel in which we serve God. So we all have to know this gospel. We have seen a little bit about the search. And we have seen something about designation by resurrection, including sanctification, transformation, conformation, and glorification, which is the final, ultimate manifestation of the sins of God. We have seen something of all the seven sins. But we have to get into something deeper. That is, how could these seven sins be realized? By the Spirit. The Spirit of Holiness. We all have to realize God's economy to dispense God into the human being needs the three persons of the Godhead. I say again, this is not just a teaching of the Trinity in the matter of theology. This is not a matter of doctrine, but this is a matter of God's economy, a matter of God dispensing of himself into us. For this dispensing, God needs the three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And we know God, the Father, is embodied in God, the Son. And God, the Son, is realized and transmitted and experienced and even gained in God, the Spirit. So, the last person of the Godhead is just for our realization, for our application of the very triune God. Now, in realization, in application, the triune God to us is just a spirit. Just like electricity, in application, it is a kind of a current. If electricity is not in a kind of a current, electricity could never be realized, could never be applied. 
the current of electricity is simply electricity itself in motion. So in the application of electricity, electricity is a kind of current. Then, in the same principle, in the application of the triangle to us, this triangle is just the spirit. And the spirit is just the current of the triangle. The spirit is the triangle in motion. Dick, in the course of the life study of Romans, we've seen so many aspects of God's economy. Reconciliation, sanctification, glorification, and there are many, many more. But all of these rich items must have an application to us. What does it mean that the Spirit is the application of the triune God? Well, God's economy is His dispensing of Himself into our being, to transform us sinners into sons of God. And this requires God to be in his trinity. He is triune for this. And I love this phrase that Brother Lee has spoken many times. That is, God the Father is embodied in God the Son, and God the Son is realized and applied and experienced as the wonderful, life-giving Spirit. Without Christ becoming the life-giving spirit, there is no way to enjoy the application of the triune God to our being to allow us to go through this transformation process. This God embodied in Christ is realized as the life-giving spirit. This wonderful spirit is like the triune God in motion. And when we hear the word spirit, there should be a million trillion hallelujahs released within our being. Because spirit means God coming, God entering, God reaching, God mingling, God being applied, God being experienced, and God being enjoyed by us. And for this particular broadcast, the emphasis is application. So when you hear the word spirit, which is just the reality of Christ, who is the embodiment of God the Father, then you have to say, hallelujah, this means God will be applied to me to transform this sinner into a son of God. Dick, that's very helpful. We know that there are these three, and the term persons is used to describe the entity in the Godhead. There are these three persons. But in application, when we contact the Spirit, we're really touching the Son, and we're really enjoying the Father, aren't we? Absolutely. They are distinct, but not separate. So when you enjoy the Spirit, you really enjoy the Son, and you really enjoy the Father. Amen. Let's rejoin Witness Lee. The New Testament tells us clearly that Christ, who was God, and who was made a man, and who died on the cross for our sins, to be our Redeemer, and come pleasing the redemption for us, and who was resurrected from the dead, and who ascended to the heaven, and who has been glorified there and enthroned at the head and king, this Lord over all. And this Christ, this very Christ, is a life-giving spirit. All these items are fully admitted, recognized, understood, and preached, and taught, but only this last point has been so much neglected. 
This is the subtlety of the enemy. You may talk a lot of good things about electricity, yet you neglect the current of electricity. As long as I have the current of electricity, I just enjoy all the goodness of God. Oh, what we need today is where we can find the curtain. <laughs> where could we get the curtain? Get ourselves into the curtain. Oh, the subtlety of the enemy. Satan is really subtle. He allows no praise at the one who has God, at the one who has made man, at the one who died on the cross. And the one who was resurrected, and the one who was ascended, and the one who was glorified and entrance. But he, the subtle one, has been so subtle to keep this vital item away from us. And we, with the unveiled things, as mirrors, beholding, reflecting his glory. Of being transformed to his image from one degree of glory to another. Amen. This is by the Lord's Spirit. Amen. Oh, this is the key point. Even in Romans, you have this clearly revealed. Look, in chapter 8, verse 9 says, The Spirit of God dwells in you. Then following it, it changes the Spirit of God into the Spirit of Christ. This means clearly that the Spirit of God today is the Spirit of Christ. And then, fallingly, in the next verse, it changes again. It changes the Spirit of Christ into Christ. You see, this shows us clearly that the Spirit of God is the Spirit of Christ, and the Spirit of Christ is just Christ Himself. Dick, all genuine Christians know Christ to some extent. But here is a very significant word that if we don't know the Lord Jesus as the Spirit, it's like missing the current of electricity. What does this illustration mean in our Christian experience? Well, Satan is very, very subtle, Chris. And he allows Christians to know many things, even very genuine things about Christ. For example, uh, we may know that Christ became a man in incarnation. He lived a human life on this earth. We know that he died on the cross. We know that he's resurrected. We even know that he's ascended. But without realizing that Christ today is the life-giving Spirit, there's no application of this Christ with all that he's accomplished. And it's like missing the current of electricity. Uh, you could say uh, current is electricity in motion. So we don't want just mere knowledge. We want application. We want this current applied to us. Uh, this wonderful Christ today is the Spirit. Romans 8, 9, and 10 uh, use interchangeably the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, and verse 10 it says, and if Christ is in you. So this indicates Christ today is the Spirit. And then in 2 Corinthians uh, 3, 17, it says, and the Lord is the Spirit. 
And when we turn our heart to the Lord, we enjoy the current of electricity. We enjoy the application of the triune God as the wonderful spirit in us, transforming us from sinners into sons of God. You know, electricity is not easy to explain or to understand, but it's very easy to experience. You may know a lot about Christ, but without enjoying Christ as the flowing electricity, as the life-giving spirit, it's just mere knowledge to you. So uh, you may not understand electricity, but if you stick your finger in the socket, you'll get clear real fast. The best way to stick your finger in the heavenly socket and enjoy the electricity is to turn your heart to the Lord and cry out to this dear one and call upon his dear name. Lord Jesus Christ, I need you. Right away, you'll find that Christ today is the spirit who is the moving electricity. He's the very current applying all the riches of God's salvation to you. Thank you, Dick. Let's go back to Witness Lee. This Christ, who is the life-giving spirit, or this life-giving spirit, who is Christ, today is within us. Amen. Within us. He bears witness with our spirit. I like this word, all. Our spirit, there's no argument. You have to realize our spirit, the human spirit. And the Apostle, Apostle Paul says, I serve God in my spirit. Amen. We have to see so clearly. Christ as the spirit is the realization, the application of the time God. And this realization and this application, hallelujah, today is in our spirit. Amen. Your spirit is the seat of the heavenly electricity. Your spirit is the seat. You, as a being, is the building. The building helps. Christ is the heavenly electricity. And this electricity has been installed into this building. Hallelujah. Christ is being installed into me as a building. And the heavenly electrician did prepare a switch. The human spirit. This is the key. This is what? The switch. I do have the continual application of him. Let me check with you. Do you understand electricity or do you apply electricity? <laughs> People have been trying to know, to know, to know, not to apply. Not to apply. This is why I am here. I am here. It seems that I am repeating and repeating and repeating again and again. I tell you, I have to repeat a thousand times. A thousand Oh, the very Christ is the life-giving spirit. Amen. And he's within our spirit, and this our spirit is just the Say, Learn to see tongue. Learn to see tongue. Okay, how to see tongue? The Lord is rich. Into all the call of tongue. He's rich. The electricity is rich to all the city. 
doors ready to them that call on me. You just call. Do you realize whenever you just call on the Lord, that is the exercise of your spirit. The way to Satan, I say again, is interpreted. He is rich to all the call upon him. It is so simple. You see, all these wonderful sins are in the spirit. Do you realize whenever you say, Oh Lord, you touch the spirit and then you enjoy the resurrection. And then to some extent you enjoy the sanctification. And to some extent you enjoy the transformation. And to some extent you enjoy the confirmation. The more you say, Oh Lord, the more you touch the spirit, and the more you enjoy the resurrection, including all the four sins. It's marvelous. It is not a matter of that. It is a matter absolutely in the touch of the spirit. We have to touch it. We have to touch the spirit. Just by saying, Oh Lord. Oh Lord, the more you touch the Spirit, the more you enjoy the resurrection. The more you are sanctified, the more you are transformed, the more you are conformed to His image, and the more you are glorified. We have to see the real experience of the Spirit. You see, all these realities are in the Spirit. In the spirit. Dick, we've seen that Christ, the life-giving spirit, is likened to the current, the flow of electricity. But for electricity to have an application to us, we have to have a switch. How can we access the flow of the divine electricity by using the switch of our human spirit? This is a very good question, Chris. And I'd like to refer to the a uh, word that I referred to at the beginning of this broadcast, Romans 10:12. The same Lord who is over all is rich to all who call upon him. I would encourage all who are listening to this broadcast not to despise this matter, but genuinely open up your heart even at this very moment. This matter of calling upon the name of the Lord Opening up our mouth to cry out and to call upon his name is not a small thing. It may not be that loud, but we're exercising our believing heart, opening our mouth and our being to call on him. Right away, we experience him. I was a Christian for many, many years before I first touched this truth of calling on the Lord's name. I came to a meeting where many people, there were about five or six hundred, were in a room. And they were all enjoying, they were happy, and they were calling, Lord Jesus, and declaring, Jesus is Lord, and expressing their love to the Lord. And I was sitting there as a so-called knowledgeable Christian in my seat, just thinking, I know that. Why do you have to say it so much? I didn't realize that when you open your heart and open your mouth and call out upon this dear name, Jesus Christ, that right away you experience him as the very current of electricity and the one who applies all the riches of God's salvation to your being to transform you from a sinner in the flesh 
to a son of God in the Spirit. And this matter of calling on the Lord is not merely for initial salvation, but this is so we can enjoy Christ moment by moment wherever we are. You might be in your car right now. You might be in your living room. You might be in your bedroom. It doesn't matter where we are. The Lord is rich to all who call upon him. So I encourage all of you who are listening to practice this and to enjoy transformation from a sinner in the flesh to a son of God in the spirit by calling on the dear, exalted, uplifted name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I love you. Dick, I recall as a young believer reading a biography. I I, I cannot for the moment remember whose biography it was. It was one of the great Christian fathers and even writers. And uh, I recall a specific chapter in there where he referred to his own discovery of the unique enjoyment and sweet fellowship that was brought on by his repeating the Lord's name in a prayerful way. This is not something new or some That's kind right. of magical, mystical no, no, uh, no. prescription. Right. The Lord's name is rich to all who call. And this is his word and his promise to us. So we just encourage our listeners, put the Lord to this test. Put his word to the test. Call upon his name. Amen. You'll see. He is rich to all who call. Dick, we're just happy that you're back with us and hope that you can join us again very soon. Happy to co-work with you, Brother Chris. We'll have another life study from the Book of Romans tomorrow with Witness Lee. I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. Living Stream Ministry is dedicated to the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China during the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Watchman Nee sent Witness Lee to carry out this ministry in Taiwan. Later, the Lord led him to the United States and eventually to the rest of the world before he went to be with the Lord in 1997. Living Stream Ministry now has hundreds of titles by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee available in English, plus many in more than 50 other languages. To find out more about Living Stream and all that we offer, visit our website, lsm.org. You can also reach us toll-free at 1-888-543-3788 or email us, radio at lsm.org. Thanks for listening.